Welcome to Living Faith United Methodist Church. We are located on 53 Grove Street in Putnam, Connecticut. Our worship service is at 10 a.m. on Sundays. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and discern how you can serve our God and neighbors. If you want to know more about our church and how you can be part of ministries of mission and outreach, please visit our church website at livingfaithumc.net. The first reading today comes from Jeremiah, 33rd chapter, verses 14 through 16. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is a name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. When I, was, when I was growing up in the countryside of Korea, it was not uncommon that somebody in the town lost their house to a fire. It was a time when the circuit breaker, the so-called you know, we have in the houses, was not popular yet. We had a fuse box in each house, but there was a power surge kind of too strong. I don't know how to describe it like a, you know, technologically, but uh, sometimes it sparked the flame that burned the whole house down to the ground. And there was a friend in my classroom, a school who lived right across from the church, where my father was the pastor. You know, I used to go and play some games with him at his house all the time, but being cautious because his mother had a little potty mouth, you know. <laughs> so like she would yell at us and sometimes she would swear at us. Like, so I was being cautious, but I used to go and play at, at his house all the time. Well, if you have read a story about the three pigs that built houses for themselves, the child story, uh, his house, my friend's house was exactly the first one. The house built with the straws and also mud on the walls. You know, the children's story says that the first pig built house that way because he was lazy. But I tell you, in 1970s and 1980s in Korea, this kind of house was you know, very traditional and popular because in the wintertime, it's very cozy and also it's warm, and during the summertime, it's actually very cool. But one day, it was in the evening, I could hear a commotion outside my house, and I went out to see what was going on, and there was a fire, a big one, on my friend's house. It was burning the whole house down to the ground, 
Yeah, so my friend who was wailing along with his parents and two other siblings. The fire truck came finally attempting to put, put out the fire, but, but it, just, it was too great to be put out. Several hours later, after the, the fire consumed everything, all that was left on the ground was some ashes and some pillars. Again, it was a time when no one knew about the property insurance and home insurance, so everything was gone, including their food and clothing, books and blankets and pillows and toys and the albums, the pictures that in the babies when they were, my, my friend was baby and a little child. Everything was gone and just hopeless. You know, when Jeremiah was delivering these words, the words of God to his people, he was also speaking in the middle of despair, tears and ashes. The city of Jerusalem was destroyed by the Babylonians and their homes and synagogues and, and their communities were basically burned down to the ground. Children were crying on the street because they could not find their parents. People were captured here and there, and people were taken as uh, captives to a foreign land called Babylon. As people were wailing and looking at their homes and temple being destroyed and burning, they were crying out to God, where is God now when we, God's people, are suffering this way? Why did such a disaster like this happen to us? The good ones, the chosen ones, that God promised many blessings. Have you been in a situation where you felt like everything you knew was collapsing without any hope? I mean, you do not know how this all happened, but it did not give you a chance to regret it. You just feel like you're watching everything you have worked for you have built for just crumbling down. After so many years of dedicated works, when you are told from the workplace that you're being laid off, the world was collapsing. When you felt some lump in your body and went to the hospital and found out that you had cancer, like my mother, she did several years ago, you and your family felt like the, the world is tumbling down. When you realize that your spouse was not faithful, your marriage is ruined and do not know how to tell your children, you feel like your world is crumbling down. And in my first church in New Hampshire, it was March and, and the district superintendent called me to say that we are sending you to another church. Now, usually, Maybe it's exciting news to go to a new church and meet new people, but I felt devastated to learn this news because my wife, Song Ha, was already five months pregnant at the time. If we moved to another church in July, that meant we had only one month before we were going to welcome Daniel. We already found a pediatrician we could trust and knew which hospital we were going to deliver our child. Besides, the church we were going to in Massachusetts had a passage that had lead paint, lead paint all over and the windows and stairs. 
And you know that according to the Massachusetts law, it's illegal to move to a household like that with an infant. So I called the bishop's office to meet with my bishop and appeared on my case, but the answer was the same. Are you going to this church? And it was my first child. We couldn't move to the passage until they made it ready for us. You know, at the time, I just felt like my world was collapsing. When did you feel like your world was collapsing? Everything you believed and you worked for just crumbled down to the ground. And Prophet Jeremiah was delivering the words of comfort and hope right in the middle of watching his city burning. People crying and the children being taken to a foreign land. In the middle of all day, he prophesied, the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days, at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he will execute justice and righteousness in this land. You know, many commentators, they compare the Jeremiah's image of the righteous branch with the, the words in the prophet Isaiah, a shoot to show come out from the stump of Jesse. And as you know that the stump looks dried and lifeless, even dead. But these prophets proclaim the hope in God, saying, what we see as death, God sees life in it. God sees life out of death. Well, is there any hope for a stump? Is there any life that remains in the stump? Well, Peter Wallaburn is a forester and author of The Hidden Life of Trees. In his book, he shares a story how he stumbled across a patch of strange-looking mossy stones in the forest he manages years ago. When he lifted the moss on one of the stones, what he found underneath was a tree bark. Usually, it takes only a few years for beechwood lying on damp ground to decompose. He took out his pocket knife and carefully scraped away some of the bark until he found green layer. You know, what he found was the ignored remains of an enormous ancient tree stump with the remains still keeping, preserving life inside. If you think about it, Advent is like that. You know, we are surrounded by so many news that tell us something is wrong in this world. As the pandemic is prolonged, we hear that a shortage of items is prevalent. While the prices of many goods are soaring these days. People flock into the marketplaces because the fear that there will be no enough, not enough gifts for, for their children or grandchildren. These days, people are quitting their jobs because they do not feel satisfied or they feel like they appreciate it with the ill treatment from their customers while receiving the minimum wages. In the middle of all this happening, we just heard this past week that WHO has issued warning 
about a new variant virus found in South Africa. As the research about this virus is still in progress, we hear that it could be more devastating than the Delta variant. This is the world where we live. And the world grown and people feel they're devastated. The message of the Advent for us is that we have hope in God who chose to come to this world and be with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with us in our sufferings. God is with us in our fear. God is with us in our vulnerability. God is with us in our tears. God is with us in our grief and loss. God is with us in our troubles and tribulations. God is with us in our loneliness and separation. God is with us even when we walk through the valley of death. God is with us. So same psalmist, David, he praises God who is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. He continues to sing, will not fear though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though the waters roar or foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult, but be still and know that I'm your God. You know, after my friend and, and his family lost their homes, I witnessed something incredible happen at the time. There was a neighbor on the same street who was planning to move in with his parents. It was not until several months later, but when he and his family learned this devastating news with the fire and the neighbor, they decided to move in a little early so that they could uh, their, you know, give their house to this family. Not only that, but people from my church also brought some food and clothes and blankets and kitchen items to them so that they would not go hungry or stay cold at night. You know, my friend and his family, they have never been to a church. They never set their foot at the door of the church before. But they were so touched by the care and hospitality and the support from our church that one day the whole family showed up at the church and decided to be part of the family. And I noticed transformation in my friend's mother. She became gentle, never swearing at me or any other friends ever again. I hope that you do not think that I'm saying this, that you know, God caused the fire at my friend's house so that his family would eventually become Christians. No, I do not believe that God caused such a disaster, which often leaves traumatic experiences to, to his family or even to us just to make us convert and come to Christ. But what I saw instead was that when the world, my friend knew, tumbled down, a group of people called Christians tried to share the love of God by being present in the middle of their sufferings, sharing their possessions witnessing to the grace of God who sowed the seeds of hope in the middle of desolation and ruin. Deborah Scott, I would like to close my sermon with a story about what's called the Dallas Street Choir. This choir is special that they recruit people who are homeless and people, those 
do not have any shelters to gather and sing together. The story on NPR that Deborah Scott, she used to be a customer service representative for the transit authority in Houston. But after a downsizing, followed by divorce and move to Dallas, that turned out to be a mistake. Deborah became a homeless. And with the help of professionals at the Dallas Stew Pot, she found a place to live, but, but she still came back to join the street choir. Because uh, she realized in the middle of isolation, in the middle of despair and abandonment, she found hope in the power of being gathering with the others and uh, being united as they sang together. And she says, we are coming together over our love of singing and our desire to show that there's more to being down and out and homeless than just sitting on the street corners all day. 